come. Walk down the winding path. Don't mind the spooks and monsters. They stay hidden within the trees. There are mysteries in this world that you need to know, and paranormal truths that need to be told. Come, step up into the caravan, where we share tales of old, as well as new accounts about things you thought only existed in your nightmares. Special shout out to our patrons Jose, Frater Mutata in Lumine, Victoria, Donna, Kadrick, and Rachel. Thank you. We love you. Hello, travelers. Welcome back to the caravan. Lady Anne and I have one of the coolest people ever on this evening. We have Josh, also known as Bones, from the Cursed Podcast and the Hex Files podcast. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yes, yeah, that was an oversell. <laughs> you think? No way. Maybe, no way. maybe you're, you're like the coolest person on the conference call right now. <laughs> no. Even then it's a little bit, little bit iffy. No, that's not true. <laughs> nope. You and uh, well, Steve Stockton, my favorite Appalachians here. Um, what's what's it Robert the doll fucking called in I mean I don't have I can't I can't match that shit <laughs> can't follow that up okay well no I mean uh, well whatever anyway we're really really happy to have you here before we get into the, talking about strangeness cryptids things like that can you tell our audience a little bit about your podcasts I uh, decided to do two now. <laughs> I host Cursed, which I do by myself now, uh, with like guests on and interviews and stuff. That's a pretty recent thing. Had a co-host, she stepped away. So I was like, I don't know if it's going to continue. And we worked out a deal so that I could keep doing it. In the meantime, I did like a bonus thing on there to kind of manage my other pursuits. And then that just kind of became its own thing because I wasn't sure how the other one would go. So Cursed is like about witchcraft, paranormal stuff. And how, I guess, what me and friends and, you know, just like to explore as far as witchcraft. It's not like, how do you do a candle spell? Like, this is like, how do you use <laughs> witchcraft in like ghost investigations, things like that. Um, right. As well as like, explore other parts of like, um, witchcraft, paganism, things like that. That, I, like I said, I, I don't like to say that I'm the only one doing it because I'm definitely not. But yeah, it's just a little bit more than like, I didn't want to do a 101 witchcraft podcast you know I wanted to talk about stuff and with people that right. you know are doing things and so like that is what it is I don't even know if I've talked to any about holidays really on there I mean that's like a famous thing to do on witchcraft podcasts is talk about all the sabbaths but like there's eight and I barely do like but one of them so I mean I can't keep <laughs> up with all that um, so hex files is took on the uh, more cryptid side of things and that's the one where we actually go out and investigate and that one so far has just been me and my partner Tamara investigating, having fun. But like, you know, in the future, I'm trying to get like my brother and different stuff to go out with us to some of these places. But that's where the equipment and more like ghost investigation and cryptid hunting side of things come in. And it wasn't that Curse didn't do that, but you know, it kind of makes more sense to kind of have them separate mm -hmm. now. So witches, ghosts, and um, Bigfoot, <laughs> Wolfman, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I came across the Curse podcast. Actually, I think I started to see stuff on Instagram prior to the first episode dropping a year ago. Yeah, right? I did a little bit of um, like, yeah, promote trying to not promoting, promoting, like doing the ad shit, but like yeah. posting, you know, like, oh, this is coming because it was in the works for a few months. Mm -hmm. I remember turning on the first episode and from the intro song alone, I was like, all right, I'm in. First <laughs> First podcast ever before it was even finished that I was on the Patreon page. Like, all right, wow, let's get in okay. on this. Yeah, see, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been overselling anything. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where um, 
just kind of did it. And it yeah. was, I mean, I'm not saying we're like, you know, we're not really making money off of it and it's mm-hmm. not really like, but it certainly surpassed what I even thought it would do. Cause I thought this is just going to be more local and friends listening, but yeah, it's been kind of crazy. And we just hit a year, like, I mean, it's just a year old. So, and hex files technically since it's like inception and start on cursed is like, I don't know. That started in like May. How many months has it been? 2020 has been very long. It, has, it was 15 years ago today. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's been good. And the gathering of the witches was recently. Yeah, that was and, an accident. But that was Hex Files on there expanding, expanding your uh, your audience. Yeah. And um, it, what's what's fucking weird is like. Um, I uh, asked, uh, I I saw the event and Cursed was in like hiatus limbo mode. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have to shut this down um, kind of thing. And it was like, oh, well, I'll do hex files. I'll I'll remove hex files, do my own. It was kind of my pet project. I can work on something, um, you know, because I did have the, you know, the itch to, to keep creating and doing stuff. And then Meg, who is part owner of the Witch With Me, I saw they did the event and I was like, hey, would you ever consider like doing a podcast on like something like this? She was like, oh, my God, like Cursed would be awesome for this, blah, blah. And I was like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> it can't be. I don't know if it'll be Cursed, but it might be Hex Files. And I kind of explained to her and she was like, oh, my God, I fucking love it. You're in. And like, so I started seeing these names that were doing it, like Devin Hunter, like all of these people. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> we're stupid. We're drink- We're going to be drinking and being stupid. And these people are like talking witch theory and spell crafting and teaching classes and then there's our asses who talking about somebody who like <laughs> was fucking a bigfoot i mean but the key is that you're drinking this is the other part that i find so exciting about x files is that you guys drink while you're going through these really intriguing stories of cryptids and high strangeness which makes it more entertaining right <laughs> Yeah, certainly. Uh, I mean that that's not that's not a gimmick. That's just we're alcoholics. No, um, right. that, although that's not that's not completely wrong. But you know, in the beginning, it was like <laughs> in the beginning, it was like, how do we talk about like we're always drinking and talking about this crazy bullshit? If you met me, I'm always talking about some aliens. I'm talking about some bullshit, and so <laughs> it, it just was natural. And it's like, well, let's do a drinking because I'm trying to find like humorous stories and then um that even took a turn because originally i was going to read like the in-between weeks of cursed i was like i was going to get like maybe my brother or somebody to read witchcraft pagany news with like weird odd news and just kind of make it like a little thing and now it's this now it's its own podcast where we're like going to the great dismal swamp in virginia and northern north carolina this weekend to go look for ghost lights bigfoot ghosts like we got all the cool wow. equipment we're trying to try out uh there so yeah it's been um you know and uh COVID kind of <laughs> dampened our um ability to go different places right but yeah we're like well we can go out in the middle of the woods right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what equipment um have you gathered for your expeditions now so one of the new things that I got is like the FLIR thermal imaging camera for my iPhone. And I went back and forth on this was like, how much hundreds of dollars am I going to spend on this? Right. And do I want the standalone gun or do I want the one that plugs in the iPhone? And then after doing my research, I'm like, the iPhone one sounds great. It's yeah. um, definitely doable um, mm-hmm. because it's like, it's you can actually record, say video, the resolution's yeah. higher. So I was like, you know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So played with that. I've got, I finally got a spirit box. I've been using like little apps and stuff, but um, for the longest time, I couldn't track down an SB7. It was the one I fucking wanted. I almost like I want that one. Then it kind of came in, I think they produced more or something. I think for a while it wasn't being produced, but it came back in stock on a couple of places. So I was like, unless you wanted to go to eBay and spend like 200 bucks for one when they're normally like 70. Um, (laughs) So um, I'm excited to use that. Uh, Just got some casting powder. That's not really high advanced technical stuff but in case we find a print i'm like i'm not going to be the asshole out here that just takes a picture like i'm going to fucking have (laughs) we're going to get like raccoon prints if we have to i'm trying to think the other stuff spirit box blah blah blah. and then like i have a um which is really cool i've used it in graveyards before it's the like full spectrum like camera it's like Mm -hmm. the little like knockoff version of a gopro but somebody's made it full spectrum and stuff um i think you can get them on ghoststop.com and different things but 
they work with the infrared light. It's fun. I'm, and I mean, this is like one of those times it's like, well, we could use this in a swamp. But then I'm like, well, what if I see something in the woods that I don't want to see? Um, <laughs> a fleer or something like oh. there's something warm out there. <laughs> close to camp, but I don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> That'll be fun. So, That's when you start recording. And yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. Out of all the cryptids. What is one that you that you would love to see with all your heart to have that confirmation that it is real, it exists, and one that you're like, absolutely not. I, I do not want this thing to exist. I would die if I saw it. <laughs> yes, if uh, if I could meet my heroes. No, um, don't they say never meet your heroes? Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, Bigfoot! I'm so glad to meet you. And it's like he's he's so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> But it's hard. Okay. So like my thing is like, it's very hard to to think about that. Um, When I grew up, like, I mean, now there's so many like different ones that are like popular because of the internet. But back right. when I was a kid, they were like the three. It was, well, four, if you count Mothman. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, he's everybody's like crush now, you know. Um, right. But it was Bigfoot <laughs> and it was like the Chupacabra before it was like this mangy wolf dog thing it was this lizard you know creepy thing so i think my the one that i like really kind of i want to be real but i don't really want to run into one is a chupacabra like the old school like fucking goat sucker reptile red eyes yes but then i think the the one and it and it sounds like (laughs) i don't know there's so many good ones but i think just like honestly bigfoot because i think bigfoot has the most the most chance to be not only Mm. seen but like uh, by me, but also like I feel like it's got the most chance to be there. Now I'm not gonna go into all the like what do right. I think it is. Of course I would love to see Mothman, but I, I mean I still don't know. Everybody talks about Mothman now, but like <laughs> let's not lie, he was kind of like a harbinger at first. Like right, right. So your bridge gonna fall down if you see Mothman. Um, <laughs> but I think Bigfoot would be the one. I think that was the, the original like. Either I saw it on Unsolved Mysteries or, mm. you know, talked about like um, watching those shows back in the day. I think Bigfoot's been the one that I've always been like, because I camp a lot. And, you know, we live near the woods. We go out. That's the one I've always had my eyes peeled for. And then aliens. Like I've always been looking up. But those aren't cryptids. Those are just um, neighbors. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. When you mentioned looking up, have you ever seen anything odd during your time looking looking for aliens? Um. Okay. So yes. Um, and it was this weird thing. And like, um, so I was probably in college at the time, young twenties, full of hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, I, it was like, and this, this really like puts holes in my credibility, but it was like the 4th of July, we were kind of out on a hill in like this very like rural town, um, right at kind of like the base of the mountains, uh, Western North Carolina, uh, where I grew up. and out of the the woods downhill you could see like probably like maybe a quarter mile away this thing floated up out of the woods and i'm like is that is that a chinese lantern paper lantern thing you know people set up and um but it kind of like started getting like larger and bigger and kind of like glowing and it looked like it had this like fire in it like not just a little candle but like a ball of flame and then it kind of like went left to right and then it kind of like descended back in the trees and like faded. And I was like, I don't know. But I'm also like, is that, you know, because yeah. it's not that far from Brown Mountain and I've seen shit up there, like those right. balls of light. And like, so would I say it's a UFO? Technically, yes. But right. it could have been a lantern. But I was like, this is also a part where I don't think that usually you would see more than one. They would continue to go up and they wouldn't really like stop and hover and then move left to right. I mean, right. I don't know. Maybe they do. But that seemed weird to me. Um, unless right. somebody had it on a string and my friend's actually seen one similar, not around the 4th of July. And last night he saw almost, he was looking at Mars mm-hmm. and saw, this mm-hmm. was in like Charlotte, North Carolina, actually saw three points, almost like they were shaping or forming a triangle, just kind of hovering there. And he was like, they weren't stars, they weren't planes. Oh, and then wow. they kind of just would dim in and out. And then they kind of eventually just went away. And I was like, you were just on top. We, he was the Alex. He's the one I had on just recently yeah. on her talking yeah. about aliens yeah and so he's sending me all this stuff and i'm like i'm not a mufon investigator yet i'm still studying <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are like that's that's for real you're soon right yeah 
it's really cool, like reading the book. I mean, it's pretty much like, do not show anybody this book. Do not like talk about this book. <laughs> but like some of the like um, the things in there are like really cool and like the things that I'm like, oh, they get into like the shit of how to investigate like all kinds of shit. Right. So I was like, I'm really like really excited to do it. And there's only a few in like North Carolina. So hopefully, right. hopefully I get to, I yeah. pass the training. <laughs> yeah, I think you will. That'd be awesome. Well, when you were talking about that light, then was that before you ever saw anything at Brown Mountain? Uh, like, yes, that had been before I'd been at Brown Mountain. I'd heard about Brown Mountain and I was like, oh, this is actually like something you can just like go to. And so that was years and years later when I went and I've been there maybe four times. Uh, mm-hmm. The last time, which we talk about on Cursed, we all went. And like, I like I don't, I don't even believe the shit we saw. Like, I feel like it's all fake, like, I don't, but I don't know who faked it. It was so incredible. I, I don't even know. And if it if somebody faked it all that night, they picked a weird night to do it. They picked a good time to do it. It was a very cohesive, like, prank because you would have to be miles away on different ridges, like playing with lights and timing them just right. And these lights were splitting. They were raising up in the air and changing colors. The one thing that I didn't think about till we went up there doing it for Cursed was to try to communicate with them. And that's what they seem to respond to, which is weird. There's almost like there's an intelligence. And then there would be some in the valley, like be- almost like a beckoning. And it was like, they look like they're having fun down there. And it's like, this is probably the Faye going to get us, but I want to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> so one, the next time I go, the goal is to like camp there and mm-hmm. like spend some time there because we've heard stories of people that camp up there. Um, from people on the mountain, they're like, yeah, my granddaddy clamped up here one time and he saw one of them lights fucking going through the woods right next to his camp. And I was like, oh shit, they like get close to you and stuff. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, Did you follow God. it? Did he go with it? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think, but yeah, no. it's so funny because we're like a group of witches up here talking about trying to communicate with these lights. And then there's like this good old boy who's like got a fucking Bud Light or something. And he was like, yeah. And we're just talking about the lights. It's just something people know exist here. And for as much as they've tried to explain it, like it's still not explained well. I mean, one of the schools, and I think it's like, it's either Chapel Hill or one of the universities here, has like cameras up and they catch the same weird shit. And you can see that night it, from the angle, it sees some of the stuff we saw. So it's like also verification that it's like, we didn't just make this up. <laughs> like, a, And <laughs> we couldn't, awesome. it was a dark moon. And it was like, mm-hmm. that's what the guy said, a new moon, they seem active. And like, it could not pick up on my, you know, on our, any of our phones or anything because it's too mm-hmm. dark. So, yeah. 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 That's one of the wars in North Carolina. Cause I know that's kind of one you talked about too, is like mm-hmm. um, some of the weird stuff here. And it's not only is it close, it feels like it's in your backyard, but also, you know, you, I've experienced it. And um, every time I've gone up there, I've seen something. So Wow. I mean, that's promising, right? For people that want to go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I know that I would love to go there, especially, I mean, with the spook lights and everything, Heather and I have talked a lot about uh, the the wisps and, and everything. And mm-hmm. that's definitely on my list of really super. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's like, you got to go, apparently the new moon, dark moon's the best time. Um, I went on my 30th and saw some crazy shit under a full moon. Oh, wow. Like most people... Most people are like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And mine was, I want to go camp and I want to go to Brown Mountain and see the flight. But fall seems to be the best time to go. Like end of August to December, I think is like the best time to see them. Interesting. Perfect. We'll have to plan a trip, Heather. 2021. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there you go. (laughs) Well, we always... We always joke when people say stuff, it's like, if you're going to Brown Mountain, like, fucking, like, pick us up. Because we're going, too. Like, we love it there. So. Um, <laughs> Yay, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, I'll go. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll just count. And um, who knows, you might go missing. If you listen <laughs> to the recent episode, we talked about the National <laughs> Park missing. And it is, a, it is a national park, so. It is an excellent selling point. Thank you. <laughs> you might not <laughs> <go> missing. <laughs> Hey, maybe maybe I can uh, I could volunteer and then find my way back and it'd make a great episode. Yeah, right. We'll see. Like part of our deal was like if we go missing, like don't bring us back. Like we don't want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, all we have to do is find some spook lights and then follow them. If they get only close one needs to, to come back to tell the story. That that's right. That's how this works. <laughs> that's how all <laughs> these stories get passed down. Yeah. And so going to the Dismal Swamp was kind of like my belated like birthday 
like adventure, but we changed it. Tomorrow's like I'm gonna take you to see the Bell Witch, but it was closed. Oh, yeah, due it to is closed. COVID. Oh, mm-hmm. Like when we go to Bell Witch, I know that's like Heather shit. Like, Hell yeah, <laughs> you tell me when you're gonna be there, and I'll meet you. <laughs> All right. Oh man! Whenever they open that cave back up. Yeah, it won't be till next year, probably as long as COVID yeah. calms down. So you mentioned the Dismal Swamp a couple times. What is the story with that? It's it's very swampy and dismal. No, I've never been. Um, <laughs> it's in the name, um, obviously. Right. I forget how it gets its name. It's actually a very pretty place, but um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's North Carolina and Virginia, and it kind of goes from the top part of North Carolina almost to the coast, but not quite up into Virginia. So we're actually going to be staying in on the campground, unless you're going to like canoe out to an island and stay on part of this land that the military owns like the we found like a campground that's basically on the edge of it so that counts right so it's one of those places that has like a lot of lore there were indigenous people there that had stories people have seen the ghost lights there's stories of bigfoot or an article i found from the 80s called it skunkfoot um probably because of the smell right (laughs) and there's ghostly figures seen um in like colonial garb um there's a story of a native woman who is seen in a ghost canoe on the lake there. So it's kind of one of those places oh, wow. that has, it doesn't just have like one story attached to it. It's, it's, it's like got all the stuff you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got cryptids and ghosts and probably aliens. So awesome. And it's not, mm. to me, it feels like, and I, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it's the same, but if you know anything about like the Bridgewater Triangle, it feels similar in the sense of it's just this right. expanse of a wilderness that weird shit just happens in. Right, right. right. Kind of like Brown Mountain. It depends on how much we get. We might do a episode about the history and some of the stories and lore around it and then talk about our experience. But, you know, if we don't really have that much happen, we'll kind of split it. We'll make it like a, a one episode with both in there. But hopefully we'll get some good stuff. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes from Cursed was whenever you – went to this church and looked for a, I think you guys called them a grim, but like a, a dog, yeah, yeah. like a hellhound type situation. Yeah. The church grim. Yeah. That was the first time actually that I'd heard it like that term. I mean, I've heard of hellhounds oh. and things in uh, folklore, but it was really interesting because of course there's all kinds of uh, writings on that, but where that was also in North Carolina, of course. Right. Yeah, that's actually not far from, um, and we just, when we did our Hex Files where we stayed at the Haunted Hotel, we actually drove by there. It's not it's not too far, but it's like this little mountain town that's like really cute. There's like a general store and that's about it and a pumpkin patch. Uh, it's very small. <laughs> and like uh-huh. we drove by it again and um, the story there was, there was this old church, I think it's like 1800s. It's like an Episcopalian church and some guys drove by. Mm-hmm. And this dog runs, this like black dog with red eyes runs out of the churchyard or the graveyard, chases them like, and they're like, we're speeding and it's just keeping up. And it's like, we're terrified. And its eyes are just like glowing red. That happened like decades ago. And there's been like some minor reports, but that's kind of one of those lures that it's like, there was just one big story that happened. And there's been a little sightings here and there, but it's really based off like that one tale. And it's, I mean, it's just, uh, we've got pictures on our Instagram, uh, on uh, the Cursed Cast Instagram. It's a creepy place, like, but it's, I want to go in there. <laughs> like, um, but it, they close it off, you know, probably because and there's a lot of like private property around there. So, mm-hmm. and it is in the mountains right. of North Carolina. So it's like, pick your battles. <laughs> Do we want to get out here? And, wow. Because I'm, I imagine these people, <laughs> it's a small dirt road, they know whose cars are whose, and they're like, yeah. what's this fucking car here? got witchcraft mm-hmm. bumper stickers on it um <laughs> i know what they're out here for <laughs> they're here to get that graveyard dirt <laughs> yeah hey, yep. not getting graveyard dirt from there but <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i thought there was a line um in that episode where you were talking about people were kind of watching you right we kind of turned around and um there was a like a there was a car coming down i was like okay we'll go to the side and they kind of pull in the driveway and then they like stop and then they go down this private drive, and I was like, oh, I bet they live here. It's time to go, because they're like, there's a car parked right here, 
at dusk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they've got their windows down and they look like they're up to something. But their their yard had a very funny, like, beware of the dog. I don't think it was for the church, <laughs> but I thought that was kind of ironic or and funny. It's like, beware of dogs. You know, we tried to talk to it because I guess the idea of demon dogs is a church would, I, I want to say sacrifice, but somebody would, like, somebody would, I guess, designate themselves as, like, the protector of this graveyard. And then when they... Oh. Um, they died uh, or they would call up on church grims and stuff. And like, it's, it's a cool little lore. They're like protectors. And so anytime we go to a graveyard, we kind of like, we don't bring milk bones or anything, but like, you know, you kind of, you, you're kind of like, okay, there's guardians here. And like I said, with that one time me and Tamara stopped by that um, sanitarium kind of place in like Morganton in the mountains here. That's like supposedly really haunted. A lot of awful stuff went there because it, on there with like the mentally ill and like the treatment of them back in the day. And there's like this little graveyard um, that's so sad. And it's like, that's one of those graveyards. It's one of the only ones I've walked up to and felt like respect the boundaries, stay there. Don't come in. Don't go looking around, just stay there. And so we did, but I think the idea of a church grim, these like kind of hellhounds, demon dogs that guard these graves and stuff is like a really cool idea. And it, it, it happens around churches. It's, it's a weird thing to think about churches having demon dogs protecting them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And I like that lore. It sounds very gonna... Hecate related, right? Exactly. And if that lore is um, only around actual graveyards where there's a church, so that would make it separate from something like a cemetery that doesn't have an actual building. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think there's like a cemetery. Uh, there, I don't think there's a lore around cemeteries. It's not yeah. to say that there's not some kind of guardians sure. to those, but the tradition of like actually having something to protect. And they're probably protecting it from people like us who's trying to get radio <laughs> dirt. And, um, <laughs> no, I've never done anything disrespectful in a graveyard. I never will. That's cool. You're You're actually, to think about all the places that you have around where you live currently, you're in a really mm-hmm. good place to be into right. all of this stuff. You guys even talked about, um, you talked about the moon-eyed people on one of your episodes. Yeah, that was like the the first little cursed um, episode into, um, and that was, that was my uh, doing. I was like, I want to talk about the moon-eyed people. I don't yeah. really know anything about them. I want to learn about them. And that was like, that. they kind of tied into like the Brown Mountain area. I had seen Hellier a few years earlier and I was like, oh my God, could these be goblins? Because some of them described them as like, <laughs> you know, there's like fae yeah. involved and then like the natives there were like, these are not, these are not fae. These yeah. are real people. <laughs> these are actual um, flesh and blood people. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, if they, if they can be here, why can't they be in Hellier, Kentucky? Why can't they be the, who yeah. knows? Who right. knows? Maybe they're goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, I mean, the whole idea of that is that um, the cave systems all connect, right? That's kind of ultimately where they come down to their Yeah, conclusion. what is that called? The Mammoth Cave System? Yeah, the Mammoth Cave System, which um, isn't too far. I mean, well, it's a, it's a massive cave system from what I understand, but like right. the actual and I mean, Mammoth Cave is in Kentucky, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of runs the, like, the span of Appalachia a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's not... Um, I mean, that's kind of what I've I've found is those, those correlations between the maps of um, the missing people clusters and the cave system. And people are like, mm. look at this. So I'm not saying that Moonite <laughs> people, goblins, and people go missing in this cave are all related, <laughs> but I can't say that they are. Right. Yeah. It's a logical like, next step. Yeah. It's like all those memes that say, I'm not saying that I'm Batman, but... You haven't seen us in the same time, have you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things to me, which I haven't done enough of the research into it. And Greg and Dana, who do Hellier, are probably like, this fucking asshole keeps talking about these goblins and they're not Moonine people. <laughs> but they lived in the, but they lived underground, right? Yeah. And they were like, they had big eyes, um, mm-hmm. you know, and they were, they were supposedly this race of human that lived underground and could see really well, <laughs> really well at night. I mean, why would you not live in the cave? And right, we talked exactly. about the which part of our Get of the Witches event, we talked about the Kelly Hopkinsville goblins and that assault on that family, like them attacking them 
I mean, the natives said the Munad people attacked them. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's just so many similarities. <laughs> they had a war with them. Like, like they built walls to protect themselves from them. All these weird stuff that happened in the Appalachians. Like, we haven't even had to leave the Appalachians yet um, <laughs> to go find cool stuff to talk about. But uh, next year, we're going to try to go to, like, Roswell. Oh, wow. Because that's been a dream of mine. Wow. I like, I want to fucking go out there. Maybe make it to Area 51, even though I'm sure there's nothing up there. Um, but that's like, that'll probably have to be a separate trip. That is such a long drive from there. Um, uh, when you think, yeah. oh, these are probably mm-hmm. close by. They're not. They're not. <laughs> not by, <laughs> They're not not. by a rented car. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to think of if you're driving all the way from North Carolina, though, if you put well, it in that can, context. Right. Well, our ideal was like we were going to like road trip it like old school, like we were going to drive the car. And then right. we thought... Well, for the cost and the time that we're going to have, we might as well fly and then like yeah. drive around there because that's true. The, the biggest reason I want to go is I want to go to the desert. I mean, I've been like Southern California and like Palm Springs area, which is very deserty, but I want to see, I want to go somewhere where I can actually see like the goddamn Milky Way um, right. with my naked eye. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's crazy to me that that's even possible. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Obviously, Point Pleasant's on Point Pleasant is on the list as well as the Bell Witch. Salem, but that's just like, you know, whatever that, I mean, that's just a pilgrimage every witch makes, I think. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, you know, it'd be really awesome if you did like a cursed America tour, right? (gasps) And then it was funded and then you get to go to all the different states and check out like your favorite story on each one. Yeah. Okay. Step one, get funded. (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) That's the biggest hurdle um, there. (laughs) <laughs> right. The thing that's so funny is like, we're like, let's hit these hotspots. Let's talk about like these cryptos. Let's go to these places, which we want to do because I mean, that's just, I want to do that if, even if I didn't have the podcast. But then I start thinking like, I've had listeners for both podcasts be like, oh my God, this resonated with me so much. I loved this episode. I think Heather's the one that was like, I, I mean, Moon Eyed People maybe has a thousand downloads. I think Heather did like 800 of them. I think she's. <laughs> I don't know about all that now, but <laughs> I remember when it came out in the beginning, you were talking about it and I was like, Oh shit. Like really? And you're like, yeah, there's some good like info in here. And I was like, really? Like yeah. what I did, what I did. But um, yeah. you know, we have a listener who was like, have I ever told you about like the little goblin gnome troll thing that runs around my farm? We're like, no. And she was like, well, this farm, and we're like, well, we'll have to like come up and investigate. And she was like, Oh yeah, this farm has like a whole bunch of weird shit. Like, I was like, so we can do all this other stuff, but now it's like, well, we'll go investigate people's like, you know, that you're not going to hear about those crazy little things. That part of it's kind of fun. And then we've already had uh, here in Charlotte, there's a couple, they run like a, a, a page called Spooky Charlotte. It, it looks like Spooky Quit because that's the abbreviation for Charlotte. It's CLT. Um, <laughs> but it's, I promise you, it's the, the, the shortened version. It's the airport letters for Charlotte. But yes. They were like, what are you guys doing Friday night? Because there's a brewery here that wants to do like a Friday the 13th thing. And they asked us, but we've never done anything live. We're like, well, what about a podcast? And we're like, oh, shit, we're going to be in the swamp. And we've never done anything live. But I thought that was cool, too, is kind of like maybe do a local live thing. But, yeah, that'll be the start. If we get funded, we'll do a cursed tour across across the state. (laughs) Love it. That's something I really – I mean, of course, like you said, there's the heavy hitters, right? The ones that everybody wants to talk about. but. I th- yeah, I find the the other stories more endearing that people le- like. There's less known about them, or the personal stories even that maybe nobody yeah. knows about them except that the person that mm-hmm. calls you and says, "Hey, I have <laughs> I have these things in my yard that are terrorizing me. Do right. you want to come check them out?" Yes, of course. Like that's you know that's what we want to do, and um, that's always fascinated us. And I think it's just something cool when you do podcasts like this and people reach out and they want to share their stories. And um, I mean, there's people, I mean, I don't know. I've only been doing this for like a year and you know, it's got decent amount of downloads, but you know, nothing crazy. And um, I'll respond back to somebody and they're like, Oh my God, I didn't even think you would answer. And then the people that share stories and they like, Oh my God, I can't believe you talked about this. I had this experience. And that's been the most rewarding part of it actually is like to hear other people's stories. I guess you kind of think when you go into it, you talk about the the heavy hitters, like you said, and the the cryptids, but then you start thinking about, oh shit, like these little local small stories and people's personal stories, like they, they carry so much more. I I don't know. I guess because they're just, 
it's something new and it's something different. And, right. you know, especially when it's somebody that you kind of know and they're like telling you this, and you're like, oh, shit. Um, right. I believe this person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it speaks to what you've created if people are willing to reach out to you and tell you stories, because that means that they trust you. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm the first one to like believe people, right. but I'm also like the, the other one that's like, well, what could be causing this? Cause there's all kinds of stuff out there that we don't know about. Right. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I know what's happening, but I also like try to have a skeptical look at times about <laughs> to, to stuff. Like, well, did you really see? But then when you talk about something like the, the goblins and they're like, Oh, those are just owls attacking them because they're territorial. It's like, what? What? <laughs> no. Yeah, everything's a bear. There was a meme about that that uh, <laughs> biologists yeah. died to cryptids. <laughs> everything was labeled bear, or a bear was labeled everything else. <laughs> but yeah, and you're right. The some of the explanations that people come up with. I mean, with it, what's the popular one from Mothman? Sandhill crane. They say <laughs> a sandhill crane is probably what all those people saw. But I'm not buying it. I just don't see. Right, kind of like. When we talked about that one, like one of the first text files was about the pterosaurs, because apparently North Carolina has a hotbed for pterosaur sites. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, we have those cranes and when you see them, I mean, they're massive. Yeah. And they're like, but I would argue it's like, OK, well, this area has a lot of bears or cranes. That makes sense. They're seeing that. But you also have to think these people fucking know what those look like because they live around right. them. They've seen them. You know, you can't just dismiss everybody. And, you know, when it comes out of Appalachia. First people, those people don't know nothing down there. They're just seeing bears and um, <laughs> big owls. <laughs> but I would argue that, like, if anybody's going to know the difference between a goddamn pterosaur and a crane, it would be someone that lives around the, the lake. Right. People who live around big-ass birds all the time, right? If people who have right. herons in their yard... Even my mother-in-law, there's a, a rookery in on her property. There are herons in the trees. That's where they nest and everything else. And I would like to think that when she has 50 of those flying around, that if something looked different, she would know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, that's like, so what, what was crazy is when we went to, um, for tomorrow's birthday, we took a cabin. We got a little cabin and it was on the river in like the mountains of North Carolina. And we had saw one of like the, the blue herons and it was just, gigantic but then we also saw an otter and i'm like wait i mean that's just something i've never seen before in like outside of a zoo and i didn't even think they were like in native to the rivers or something so i mean i'm just saying i saw an otter i i knew it was a fucking otter because (laughs) the way they moved everybody knew it was an otter and i'd never seen an otter before but i never doubted their existence (laughs) i know that's a little bit different but still you know (laughs) No, I think it works. I mean, oh, I love it. I love it. I would have lost my mind if I would have seen an otter that wasn't in the zoo because they're hilarious to watch in the zoo, but then to see one in real life, like, I mean, right. like real life, like out in the in nature, because of course zoos are real life. But Right. Yeah. I mean, one that's like, you know, not held captive. <laughs> right. Um, but no, that was really cool to um, see. And then I like thought there was a Bigfoot behind the cabin because like, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, there's these weird fucking, like, tree scratches, and they're in spots that, like, a bear can't reach, and this is not the season for bears to be scratching and rubbing on trees. You know, and deer kind of rub it, but, like, they would be on the edge of this, and I'm like, okay, well, woodpeckers might have done it. Um, Maybe there was bugs and the bark fell off, but some of them were gouged in. Like, they were, like, scratched in. Right. But it also seemed like a weird spot for a Bigfoot to be because there was a lot of of cabins. So I was, like, back in there, and we're with – uh, her friend and uh, her kid and um, I start like banging on a tree with a stick and they're like what are you doing I was like shh, 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 shh. listen I was like I'm just doing tree knocks and I'm like just to see that's right <laughs> well one of the last times that I was out on a, a ghost hunt at a cemetery we had some weird I mean we had the coyotes going and then um, howling and growling and everything that you know anybody <laughs> Anybody who thinks that Bigfoot might exist would be like, oh, wait, maybe something's up. And uh, unfortunately, there were no, I would have had to break a branch off of a tree and the branches were all up too high. But I was looking around like, guys, I need a stick. I need a stick that won't just snap. 
when I, right. <laughs> they're like, what do you, this is a ghost hunt. I'm like, it's turned into a Bigfoot investigation. Just give me a stick. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I what mean, if I would have knocked close a branch off like, a tree and they would have right, responded? I was, <laughs> I was so close to doing like, like out there like a juggalo doing whoop whoops looking for a call back. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If it would have called back, then who would have been in the right? You and everybody right. else. It, there's a there's either a Bigfoot helped. out here or like a fucking juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come across either <laughs> without expecting it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um but no, I've actually, I've heard, um, and of course I, I didn't, I'm like, that's, that's what it's fucking was. But I mean, I've heard, I've been out in the woods, was renting a cabin, was out there on the porch, middle of the night. It looked like one of those areas. There's no service. There's a couple houses. They're usually, I think, vacation houses. They were all empty looking. Get tucked back in here. The only thing out there are horses. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like 1 a.m. or some shit. And there's there was just like these couple of loud tree knocks and I'm like, it came from the woods behind me. And I was like, Oh, so I started knocking back. I didn't hear anymore, but I'm like, that's like, what there, is there a human out here doing that? And why are they doing it? And it there's, I don't know. It's not just a banging noise. Like a tree knock is like, you know, growing up in the woods, doing all that playing mm-hmm. paintball, whatever. Like, you know what a tree, like hitting a branch or something hard against a tree sounds like. Right. And I don't know if it was a Bigfoot, but I mean, like I said, it it fit the description of like a tree knock, you know, in a weird kind yeah. of middle of nowhere kind of thing. Maybe when I knocked back, it was like, oh, shit, somebody's out here <laughs> answering me. I don't know. Or it could have just been somebody like fucking around off in the distance and the noise traveled. I don't know. But it sounded yeah. like a tree knock to me. Yeah. Well, I'd be more concerned if it were another person. I guess out there in the middle of nowhere. Right. I'm not afraid of Bigfoot, but I am afraid of other people, especially right. um, in the middle too. of nowhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's terrifying. Right. People are scary. <laughs> exactly. Last December, when I went to the dark swamp in Rhode Island, I wandered off by myself because my friend smart, was smart. right. Right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I was trying to find it and my friend brought her dog and the dog was not, cooperating and so she just hung back I'm like I'm just gonna walk a little bit farther and I gave her my pin like so that she could like a pin drop on the map so she could follow where I was and uh got a little ways in there and there were some really odd sounds and so I picked up a stick and I smacked it off of a tree just to see what the response would be because I thought if it's a person they're gonna shut up they're like they're gonna it was like chattering but not a chattering that you could understand (laughs) And so I thought, okay. and it wasn't like raccoons or some shit. No, no. And uh, which was, it was really weird because this place, there were no squirrels. There were no chipmunks, rabbits. There weren't even birds, except when we, um, when we parked the car, there was a crow. But other than that, it was really odd because here in Appalachia, there's stuff running through the woods all the time. You always see squirrels or chipmunks, uh, birds. I mean, it's never silent. Mm-hmm. When I heard that chattering and it wasn't stopping, I'm like, okay. If this is a person, I'm officially freaked out. Uh, so I picked up a stick and I smacked off the tree and then it got quiet. Uh, there was no smack back or anything like that, but I did not proceed forward by myself because <laughs> I could tell where it was coming from. It was on the other side of this one tree that was probably, I don't know, 100 feet away. But um, mm-hmm. I wasn't about to go look by myself. Well, yeah, they I, kind of... They, they say that too, is like, you know, um, before some of these people encounter a Bigfoot mm-hmm. or hear something, the woods get quiet. They get silent. Um, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't sound to me. They could be predators, I guess. And that's why everything gets quiet. But like usually like squirrels, if they see a cat or even a person, they'll start like chirping and like signaling to the other one. Oh, yeah. like, oh shit, there's something out here. Uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to be quiet just because there's a predator around, especially birds. Right. That's why I'm like, is Bigfoot even part of our dimension normally? <laughs> um, <because laughs> right. You think if it's a normal, if it's a normal being that's used to being in those woods, why would things be quiet around it? Yeah. It's almost like it's something mm, that's, that's not normally there. I have never 
thought about that. Mm-hmm. And you're right. We have a, tons of squirrels around here and they are jerks. I mean, like if, if we go outside and we're, they're just irritated we're nearby or the cats, they will raise all mm-hmm. kinds of hell. They oh, aren't yeah. quiet. And the same thing with birds. If the cats are near a nest or something, they will dive bomb the cats. It's not. Oh, yeah. Right. I never thought about Especially that. When you talk about like blue jays and stuff. I mean, right now I'm standing on the porch. There's like a shit ton of birds going crazy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's other wildlife that are doing things on their own. Um, yeah. But why, like, why would bear, I mean, like, so let's say a bear was walking through. Why would the birds like be quiet? I don't know. You think they'd be used to them and they're like, I'm, that doesn't have any danger for me. That's, this is all of these realizations are coming to my mind right now since you said that. When I was trying to talk to people like UFO witnesses for On the Trail of UFOs that um, Small Town Monsters is, well, they just wrapped it up. But when I was talking with one of the witnesses, one thing that they mentioned was that when they saw the craft, they couldn't get over how quiet everything got. Birds stopped, dogs stopped, everything went silent. And of course, humans would too, right? Because they're staring at, what the hell is that? Right. But it would have to be something so foreign and so weird that it makes everything kind of like lay low. Um, yeah. And so that's what makes me wonder about like Bigfoot and those stories of people that say it gets quiet. Like, why would it get quiet, you know? But they, that still doesn't mean that they wouldn't be around fairly often, I suppose, because if we look at like Native American lore, then I mean, they're there. They're, they're, they don't even question in some of the tribes that it's that it exists. Like these things exist. Well, my thing is like they're they're like revered um, as these spiritual beings, and they attribute right. things to them alongside like what they. So, to me, you know, it's you know you can make the argument for some of these cryptids in modern day, and then stuff being um, seen like related to UFOs and how they say, well, this wasn't really a thing until science fiction started showing these things, and that's why people. But like, how do you explain yeah. the the lore that goes back with these? Like, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> Just, <laughs> even going back through history books and stuff, stuff's been there forever. Right, and it was kind of like you don't mess with them, but they're here. And yeah. so I'm not really now um, them being interdimensional um, right. or some kind of weird. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that would explain, and that's not just me trying to to make something fit, but it would explain why we don't find like remains and i mean uh, the stuff i've seen i mean there's there's stuff that you just can't explain like some of the footprints up in the himalayas that have been found and recorded and like well shit i don't know why it's up here like you kind of rule out pranks then because why why would you go miles (laughs) up into like a very hazard you would want to put them where people are going to come across them you wouldn't think so well one day somebody's going to come by this print um Mm -hmm. and they're pretty easy i think to to um um, you know, decipher between like, well, this has something to it, and this one is obviously something fake. So that's pretty much, I guess, you know, North Carolina has like yeah. a couple of those spots, but like Bigfoot is a, is a very like prominent one here, especially mm-hmm. in Western. Um, even in some of like the uh, more towards the central, like you have those, but then the other ones are big cats. Like, um, I think it's like um, I want to say Black Panther is what they. I mean, they they say, well, I mean, there's pictures of these like big, large black cats that are like, what in the hell, you know, yeah. <laughs> why, why North Carolina? But that seems to be like the go to is like, and that, that shit scares me because like, I'm not trying to fuck with a mountain lion right. and I'm not trying to fuck with a big cat. Like no. a Sasquatch might be benevolent, but those <laughs> things could attack you. And so I've not looked for big cats yet, but yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that either. And that's something I've heard before that they try to say that they don't, they don't exist, that they're not in the region, but there are so many people that are like, no, no, I saw a mountain lion or uh-huh. <laughs> whatever. I, right. I have or no, those things went extinct, you know, Yeah, <laughs> right. in this area. And um, no, you see them yeah. or people see them. So, well, we're going to have to have you back on again sometime because uh, there's a ton of mm-hmm. stuff we can talk about. One of which is a haunted doll that you have. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, we haven't done any, I mean, other than like the live stream, which if you want, it's on Instagram. If you guys want to see it, it's like, it actually went 73 minutes. It did not feel that long, but we were getting like um, spirit box and Ouija hits that mm-hmm. kind of confirmed wow. each other. It would say a letter and then it would pop up on the Ouija board. Um, mm. And we're like, oh shit. Uh, yeah. And this doll has supposedly got multiple entities attached to it. And um, 
I think we're either on Patreon and some of the other stuff, we're going to actually like sit down and do like a spirit box session, like the SD's method with the headphones and blindfold. And I mean, now we've kind of grown attached to her. Like, I mean, we've heard weird knocks in the apartment that don't make sense in the other room. Like not like, oh, the neighbors are being noisy. Like, no, this, (laughs) all the animals are in here. What the hell is that? So yeah, uh, I'm kind of interested to do more with her. Um, We just haven't, other than Halloween and Solon, we didn't, we haven't done like a sit down with her other than like the Ouija board thing. So yeah, I'm, I've done the flare on her just to see maybe if she's a little bit warmer or colder than the surroundings and so far nothing, but yeah, it's, it's fun. And um, we've grown attached to her. So part of the original idea was like to hand her off maybe to other investigators. And then the people that the investigators that gave it to us were like, I had to like cleanse my house pretty hardcore. So I wouldn't <laughs> just like give her to anybody. So, right. yeah, but so far we're like, well, maybe the bad one stayed with her because she's been, she seems <laughs> to like it here. <laughs> Good. And we actually won her in a giveaway and they said they did some mock-ups and they, um, she was like, you actually won the giveaway a couple times. It was a little weird. <laughs> See, she wants to be with you. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, she's cute. We like her. Um, yeah. So awesome. and we'll walk in and we'll be like, hey, Betty, what's up? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, can you tell our listeners where to find you? Well, let's see. Uh, for Cursed, you can um, search Cursed on Instagram. It's like at CursedCast and have a Twitter. It's it's there. I mean, I don't do much with it, really. <laughs> I'm just not good at it. But um, yeah. th- there is kind of a YouTube where we upload the episodes. Hex Files YouTube should have more videos coming up because we're going to do some like streaming and stuff maybe just for patreons at the swamp um and then we're going to maybe do like a little clip for nice. like the public and uh, but hex files you can find at hex files pod on instagram you can just google hex files it's like got a dash there's a couple weird iterations of a hex files both those podcasts are not active there's like one with periods in it and there's one where it's like a subtitle i don't know but you'll find it it's green <laughs> and purple and it's got ghosts and a big pentagram on it you'll see it and nice. um and then they, there's a Twitter for that too. But um, yeah, uh, we're on all the uh, major podcast players. So you can just go there and search us. <laughs> and we're also on um, this little radio station. Uh, <laughs> we're featured uh, on. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. And, uh, <laughs> right. KPNL? No, is that was... the one you mean? KPNL? Is that, is that the. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's not coast to coast. I know that, but uh, it's, it's the next best thing. It's the next. No. <laughs> there's so many. Uh, oh, I have to say, there's so many cool like podcasts on there. I've yet to check out, but they're on my list because you've just rounded up so many cool ones. Um, oh, it's just you. so exciting, and um, yeah, so that that's fun. And I was like, hey, I know you have cursed on here for months and months now, but um, you <laughs> want to throw hex files on here too, I guess. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. You know, and then, so on Mondays is when we play cursed on KPNL and on Wednesdays is when we uh, air hex files. So. Yeah. And I don't remember how you did it because uh, the last two I released were both on a Friday, but you could always, because I did this crossover trying to get listeners like aware mm-hmm. that I do both. You'd be surprised. Sometimes people are like, oh, you're still doing Curse, too. And I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. walking away from that just yet. Um, but no, it's it's fun. And like, I, I would love to have you both on um, for Hex Files or Cursed um, or both. And we'll have to like meet <laughs> up in some of these areas when we're close by. Because yeah. um, one of our listeners actually doesn't live that far from the Dismal Swamp and grew up around there. And we're like, um, do you want to like meet up with us? And she's like, yeah, that'll be fun. But we're always down for like nice. multiple people on because, you know, the more eyes and ears, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, that's what we're doing in February. You can find us in Savannah, Georgia for the Paracon. And we're just going to go as like, you know, we bought tickets. We're going as the public. Right. Um, right. But that sounds really cool. So, yeah, we we we, we were going to go this year and they canceled it to everything. Mm-hmm. And um, right. so, yeah so excited but there's like some like Paris celebs that are going to be doing some of these like investigations and we're going to be fangirling about that um so yeah that sounds fun but until then I don't really know we don't really have anything else going on we'll figure it out um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well everything's up in the air so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll we'll take trips. We'll just have to figure out where to go. And you know, actually, Point Pleasant and Hellier and Bellways. I mean, there's just a couple hours away from us. Like, we'll we'll fucking drive to these places. Yeah, that's within. They're all within a day's drive of me. <laughs> yes. So I no. I can meet you there. I mean, you know, I don't have to show up, you know, and just crash your party. But if uh... <laughs> no, we, you've been a big help because we we use you a lot for. Uh... <laughs> Especially with Exiles, we're like, do you have any articles on this? And the fact that you helped us track down like the the death certificate of this preacher that supposedly hung himself in that church that was supposedly haunted, yeah. um, and we basically debunked that story uh, yeah. for the most part. It doesn't mean that place isn't fucking creepy as hell, but yeah, um, yeah we and we don't pay you anything, so it's great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you have something new coming up. I'm excited about. So maybe in the future you yeah. will pop up on there f- with you. Yeah, that'll be, um, yeah, that we actually start filming for that next week. Uh, so I'm going to plug the hell out of that because you got to get some good ratings. Yeah. Yes, and that's we do. Small Town Monsters, right? Yeah. It is Small Town Monsters on the Trail of Hauntings. And, um, you know, the first three episodes are a pilot. If it goes well, then we'll do more. So it has to go well. <laughs> it has to. It, it, it has must. To. It must it be will. Awesome. It will. It <laughs> will. Come on. It's you. It's Small Town Monsters, of course. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, once we um, we'll get, I hope it goes well, because it'd be sweet to go around to all these other places. I mean, I want to go to these places oh, yeah. anyway, but to, to do it with Small Town Monsters is extra fun, so. But... Yeah, this is just an, an excuse to talk about it. Otherwise, we would still be going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we will let you go. So, um, well, I appreciate you, you both having me on. I, we well, talked about it you. for a while, so it was good to finally do it. And I'll have oh. to be on again, and I'll have to have you guys yes. on. Um, so, if you think of any like fun topics you want to talk about, um, you know, we like vampires yeah. and and mothmen <laughs> and um, <laughs> and dogmen. Yeah, that fits Perfect. into uh, things that we can talk about for sure. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.
Bye.